Hi there, and welcome to the Anita Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Anita Rombo, and this is the podcast for growth-oriented women to have authentic, real talk. Nothing is off the table here, but as an intuitive self-relationship coach, you'll find the content gravitates towards mindset, intentional action, spirituality, and all things wellness. So if you're ready to learn, laugh, show up, and glow up to be the best version of yourself, grab your favorite bevy, settle in, and we've got lots to chat about. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of I Need to Chat. If you are a person that has a solid plan or two or maybe even three about how you envision your life to go down, chances are that this podcast has a message you need to hear. And before we get into the chat, if you know someone who loves planning, organizing, maybe to the point of perfection, can you forward this podcast episode to them as well? Today's episode is focused on something I've learned over the years and that I've been reminded of recently. During a catch-up call with some writer friends this past weekend, the theme came up and I know that this also comes up time to time again with my coaching clients, so I thought, why not have a chat about it? Are you curious to know the lesson? Let's get right into it. Here it goes. Your timelines may be different than the universe's timelines. Let me repeat that again. Your timelines may be different than the universe's timelines. This can be so much easier said than done to accept. And I'm going to go back, way back, into my childhood. Growing up in my early teen years, me and my childhood bestie Seema had everything perfectly mapped out to the point of we knew how old we would be when we got engaged, married, had kid number one, had kid number two. And this pattern seemed to replicate itself once I entered the professional or corporate world. At that point in time, I had a target for when I wanted to hit the next level of my career, and each rung of the corporate ladder had a time frame associated with it. And even rewind back to the past few years, I've had a timeline for when my book will come out and when other things will be launched. Don't get me wrong, there's absolutely nothing wrong with having goals and a vision for your future. But sometimes those goals include putting timelines or timeframes associated with them, and those may not necessarily be realistic. When you think about it, all of those timeframes have been self-imposed based on idealized expectations or fantasies about what would be perfect. The one thing that's been reinforced to me time and time again is that life is not perfect and I am not perfect, but everything works out perfectly in the end. And to get to that perfect ending requires trust, surrender, and patience because things aren't necessarily always going to go according to your timeline. Take me, for instance, in my perfect teenage scenario mapping, not one of those timelines were met. I was supposed to get engaged by around 27, married by 30, kids done by 33, 34-ish, perfectly spaced at two years apart. Instead, I'd gotten married by the time I was supposed to have had both kids. And I wouldn't change that for the world because changing those timelines would mean that I wouldn't have met my now husband, which also means I wouldn't have had the two beautiful children I have now. Let's explore this concept of timelines and its impacts with some more examples. For example, let's take a look at relationships. What happens if you didn't find the right one by the time you expected? Does that mean that you would marry for the sake of marrying and checking it off a list? Or what happens if you did find the right one, but your partner wasn't ready to settle down? 
would it be better to marry your partner a year later if that meant they were fully in? Or would you give them an ultimatum and say now or never? Or would you say see ya and move on to the next person? And if that's what you decided to do, wouldn't moving on mean spending more time getting to know other people and seeing if those relationships would be worth taking to the next level of commitment, taking you even further from your timeline? Relationships aside, let's take a look at some work examples. What happens if you didn't land that promotion? Does that mean that you would leave the company and start somewhere else? Perhaps you didn't get that promotion yet, but maybe it was coming in your future and you were still learning and enjoying where you were. Would you be willing to give that up in favor of making a timeline? Now, there are no right or wrong answers to the scenarios above, and the considerations you have to make are far more than the timeline impacts. But it just goes to show that whether we realize it or not, we do put time pressures on ourselves. Nowadays, we are so uber-scheduled on a day-to-day basis. Literally every time seems to be accounted for in some way. And so it's no surprise that we give so much weight to timelines. Time is a currency that we can't get back. And naturally, if something isn't done by a timeline, we want to take stock to make sure we are still invested in the right thing. When it comes to timelines, there is usually some sort of, if not by X, then Y contingency plan that we have, and it's often rooted in lack. It makes us feel pressured and the need to hurry up and achieve a particular thing to move on to the next event or goal in the timeline. It creates an energy of resistance or closed offness to what alternatives are there. We are fighting against the flow of the universe rather than opening ourselves up and being flexible. This past year has been one full of unexpected surprises that truthfully has led me to scrap the plans A, B, and C that I had for myself. What that has resulted in is openness and the energy of it feels free and flowy. I'm not going to lie. This test of being open and embracing this level of ambiguity is not always easy. In fact, the call that I had this past weekend revealed that I'm downright uncomfortable with the timeline that is approaching for me and the uncertainty of what lies next. And that's where my friends gave me the swift reminder and pep talk that I needed to hear. My timeline is not the same as the universe's. So my friends, if you should also find yourself mapping your life to a particular timeline, I encourage you to reflect on these questions. The first one is, what would happen if things didn't happen by that timeline? Is your timeline self-imposed? Next, how does the energy feel related to the particular aspect of your life? Does it feel good or is it coming from a place of fear or lack? Do you feel a sense of urgency? pressure? Or perhaps will you feel a sense of failure or that you are behind where you are supposed to be if you haven't met the goal? And lastly, is that the energy you want to bring to the table? Is that the energy with which your best work will be done at work or your best self will shine in a relationship or will enable you to make the best decisions for yourself versus settling or rushing to get the job done? If using those reflective questions have shown you that you are pushing your timelines on yourself, I'd like to ask you one final reflective question. And that is, can you trust that the universe has its own plan and timelines and everything is moving the way it should and at the speed it should? 
Through chatting with my friends and doing this audit on myself, I realized that my vibe and my timeline was definitely self-imposed. I could live with the scenario and give myself the grace of an extended timeline if I needed to, and the pressure and stress I was putting on myself was unnecessary. I was reminded in that moment that I could choose differently, and I did. I resumed my commitment to staying open. Truth be told, when I recommitted to co-creating with the universe, I breathed out a huge sigh of relief, knowing that I didn't have to figure it out all on my own and that things would turn out. So my friends, be open and trust that things will happen at the right time. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Anita Chat Podcast. If you haven't taken a minute to leave a review, I would absolutely love to hear from you. All you need to do is to search for the show, click your star rating, and type in a few words. Also, if there's a specific topic you'd like to see covered in this podcast, if you'd like me to be your coach, or if you want to just chat, feel free to send me an email or shoot me a message through my IG, which you'll find in the show notes. The show notes will also contain any links to the freebies that were referenced in this episode. Until next time, friends, it's been great chatting with you.